Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our uh, podcast or uh, video uh, stream. And today we want to uh, uncover an interesting topic about uh, syndicating content. Uh, it's essential today to do it because it's hard to create a lot of uh, high uh, valuable content. And uh, I decided to cover this topic with my friend Harrison Kelly. I pronounced correct your name. <laughs> yeah, you got it perfectly right. <laughs> How's oh, it going? Cool. You know, it's the first time in my life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there's not a lot of Harrison's in the Ukraine, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. People can pronounce uh, different formats, you know. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, tell me about why we need to syndicate content today. Sure. So, uh, as is clear with anybody that's creating a blog post or any type of content, there's obviously uh, more content in demand than ever before. Um, I wrote, I actually wrote a blog for one of my clients recently. Um, and an interesting data point that I pulled was the fact that that Netflix spent something like $40 billion in the past couple of years to generate new content. Just because think of it, there's like Disney plus Paramount plus now. And those are just, that's just, that's just TV, let alone people trying to create content that ranks on Google. So there's a lot of content that's being created. So you need to make sure that you're making the best of the best if you want it to be seen um, organically on Google. Yep, yep. And, you know, uh, I tried this format um, after uh, Gary Vee advice, you know, and he shares uh, a lot about uh, such topic that you don't need to create a piece of content. You can syndicate and convert to different formats. For example, when I broadcasted with uh, Lily Ray or Rand Fishkin uh, and many other recognizable uh, experts, uh, after the broadcast I usually uh, syndicate to audio format to my audio podcast and I don't need to ask these people to record uh, one more time the uh, new different formats and uh, I know that uh, other people can uh, convert to uh, text base for example to create blog posts uh, or uh, for example even if you film video for youtube a long video you can create a few short versions for tiktok uh, instagram or linkedin that i usually do it and it works perfectly fine uh, because today we have a lack of time it's hard to create a lot of high quality content and by the way uh, which format do you like more educational entertainment or something else uh, I typically work with like educational content um, based on whatever niche that my particular client is in um, but I want to take it a step back. I agree. I think one of the strongest points that Gary Vee consistently touches on is the value in <laughs> repurposing content so that it can be spread across platforms. That's one of my favorite aspects of podcasting. I'm going to have you on my podcast soon enough too. So you'll see it <laughs> in live action with me as well. I like the fact that a long form piece of content can be chopped up into depending on how long it is and how insightful it is. It can, it can be chopped up into 10, 15 pieces of good content. Um, for any individual social media platform. So absolutely, um, there's a lot of room for, <laughs> for milking content as much as you can and making sure that it gets viewed by as many people as possible. 
Yeah. By the way, how uh, do you choose uh, the length of content? Because, you know, uh, people often ask me uh, how long do I need to create or it, it doesn't matter. It's blog post or video content. Yeah, we have the, the length. How do you choose which format is better for your audience? Sure. So I know this is a heavily debated topic on SEO. I actually made a post about this just a couple of weeks ago on LinkedIn and I made it on a, a Facebook group I'm a part of as well. And I definitely got some kickbacks on this, but it seems to be working well for my agency. So this is the rule of thumb that we usually use. Um, generally for my clients, we create a content brief where we're telling them how long it should be, how many sections there should be. Um, and when doing that, typically what I do is I identify the top keywords that we want to rank for, obviously. Um, and then I physically Google those terms and see um, how long are the topic or how long are the blogs in those topics that we searched? Mm -hmm. um, what are all of the sections that they included? And in our approach, we generally think of a, what's missing from the top content that's already out there. Um, so if the top three blog posts average for about 1200 words, um, we'll generally make sure that all of the sections that were included in those top three are in our outline, as long as we deem them valuable and not like filler content. And then generally we try and think of, what's an additional section or two that we could add to our post that could make it an extra couple hundred words. So you don't want to force the extra word count, but generally we'll add two to 300 words on top of the average of the top three blog mm -hmm. posts in the keywords that we're trying to rank for. But like I said, um, you don't necessarily have to create more um, word count to rank you, I've seen thousand word blog posts beat 3000 word blog posts on certain search topics. So it's not set in stone, but we like to think about it is it as if you can create more value by adding more words, you should add those additional words. And I think Google's algorithm will recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. You know, when I discussed this topic with uh, Lily Ray, she told me that um, she, uh, she filmed video with uh, some, oh, uh, I don't remember the, uh, perhaps John Mueller or uh, anybody else or uh, Ma Martin Split, yes, Martin Split. And uh, uh, they uh, were laughing about the length of content because many people uh, told that you need to create uh, the long content because it ranks well on Google. We have some recognizable studies from Brian Dean and many others who schedule that uh, the average length is. Uh, 2,000 words, but you know, it depends on user intent first. For example, uh, yeah, I like your approach to Google and check out what people want to see because uh, the top 10 results uh, show uh, that one. And of course, you can uh, learn from them. And for example, uh, uh, I use this approach for my blog. Uh, and uh, I remember a few times we wrote uh, uh, ultimate guide, step by step, you know, a lot of details and uh, this content uh, didn't rank on Google and after this I decided to cut 70% uh, of all this information and we got results. <laughs> uh, yeah, and some of my colleagues told me, what are you doing, you know, you shared value there. Okay, I, I did it, but my audience uh, and Google don't care about this value. They want a simple content. Perhaps, um, for example, if, if people search uh, the age of Elon Musk or Donald Trump, they don't need to know their biography. They want to know the age, the number. That's it. Okay, guys, thanks for watching or listening. It depends where you choose this format. And uh, ask any questions, share with your friends, and see you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, keep it. 
keep it concise sometimes is definitely the right answer. And I'll, I'll take it a step further as well. I got some pushback from, honestly, that's why I love making these posts with other SEOs because I enjoy it. There's a lot of back and forth in this space, which is part of the reason it's so great. It's a lot of trial and error. Um, when I made that post, a lot of people were like, well, my clients are trying to rank for words that have a, a monthly search volume of like 75. Like they're not trying to rank for, like one of my clients sells bedding. So they're trying to rank for the word linen, be, linen bed sheets, which has like 10,000 searches a month in the US. Obviously, mm -hmm. I think it's worth clarifying when I'm talking about that extended word count where you really have to go above and beyond. That's usually for these bigger scale clients. I think if you're like a local company trying to do local SEO, you can certainly justify a 750 word to a thousand word blog post. Whereas if my client's trying to rank for what is linen, it's going to have to be closer to 2,500 because that's what the, com the competition out there is. So it definitely is on a case by case basis. And it also depends on how big are these keywords that you're trying to go for and how competitive are they? Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, and uh, okay, guys, uh, let us know uh, what do you think about our format, about this value, uh, comment below and see you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.